Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 36. Yes, this is actually the 10th episode since we changed the format. 10 episodes of me and Matt bringing you all the geek news. I really hope that you guys have enjoyed uh, this new format because I've been absolutely loving working with Matt and having a chat every week about all the stuff that's in the news. And we've got these news, we've got tons of new ideas. We, seriously, we've got stuff that we want to do and we want to bring it to you. Uh, so please like, follow us on all the social media to find out what we're doing. So we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. You just have to search for The Geekatorium. Uh, I'll put, the, the links are always in the, uh, the show description as well. And if you really have enjoyed it, please make sure you hit subscribe so you get the latest episode uh, as soon as it's launched. Make sure that you uh, share it and tell people about the podcast because that's how we're going to build our audiences. And it really, really helps us if you would leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to because people people actually listen to those reviews they pay attention to those ratings it'd be nice to it'd be nice to get some new audience members this podcast this week we are talking uh we're talking about a lot of things uh, matt finally finishes uh, watching swamp thing uh, i watch a classic movie um called, uh, i watch man on the moon it's great there's you know, hear about what i have to talk about it um we uh talk about new trailers uh there's Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, we talk about that. We talk about Bill and Ted 3's new trailer. We talk about some, some shows coming to Netflix. We've got Sodium Stories that has returned after launching last week. And of course, we have our top five, which I think, you know what? I think we're going to stick with Fantastic Five for that. We, we're going to call it the Fantastic Five, and that's at the very end of the podcast. So if you've enjoyed the podcast, as I say, you can do all those things on social media to help us grow our audience and enjoy it. If you've really, really enjoyed it as well, you can pop over to Patreon and become a patron of the podcast, uh, support us, and in return, you'll get some stuff that we won't release to the public. So we've got like lots of... When we edit, when we record these podcasts, we might do a two-hour record and we edit it down to an hour and a half. So there's a lot of stuff that hits the cutting room floor and we would love to have that available to you guys. Uh, you can do that through Patreon. There's also other stuff that we're going to do, maybe some movie watch-alongs, uh, some game play-alongs, things like that. But I think, like, I think I've spoken enough. Without further ado, let's go into the podcast. Weather has been a bit much. Uh, ah. I mean, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to have you know nice weather and mm, not mm, be freezing mm, cold and mm. you know. But it's it is it's an uncomfortable situation when it's the same temperature outside as it is the temperature you wash your clothes in. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you know more than thirty degrees. You're like, come on. It's mad. Like I, we, thirty degrees in this country is horrific. Mm-hmm. Like. I remember when I was in, I went, first time I went to Australia, um, and the only time I've been to Australia, <laughs> but when I went to, I went to, I was in Adelaide and I remember I left from Glasgow. Um, and of course you fly from Glasgow, you go to like Dubai, but you don't leave the airport. So you're in an air conditioned airport. So really it's like, it's not that much warmer than it was in Glasgow. Um, and I arrive in Adelaide airport, air conditioned, fine. Get nice. straight onto the bus nice. into town, air conditioned, fine, right? Get into the, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Basically, I'm walking through shade, so I'm feeling okay, right? Get to my hotel, pop my stuff in, and then I and then I go, oh, what's the weather like? So, you know, check the weather. 
it's 45 degrees. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right, 45 degrees. Like, so hot that, like, when I'm walking down the street, like, my shoes are melting onto the pavement. Like, I can mm. feel them stick. It's, like, that hot. It's, like, and it's, like, I was looking around going, no wonder there's no one out in the streets at this time because it is so hot. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, it's it's crazy because I, you know, I did that and I was there. I was in Australia for six weeks, got used to it. Um, like, whenever I go to somewhere hot, I always get used to the heat really, really quickly. I don't know, Filipino. You know, yeah, I, spent yeah, a, cool. I spent a lot of my life in hot countries in the dna but you know i spend most of my time in the uk and like i suffer and like i suffer in hot and i suffer in cold like i i I, i'm a comfort guy i need like the right temperature i'm like yeah i need a goldilocks of temperature just like 20 21 22 degrees something like that yeah Yeah. last um last year um i was it's so depressing that not there this year um last year was at glastonbury Mm. And uh, it was again during like these sorts of temperatures, like it yeah, was yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and I was doing two gigs a day, uh, wow! And in the heat, basically, because it was um, one of the gigs was at two in the afternoon, and the mm. other gig was at mm. three in the afternoon in two different stages. Wow! Uh, and I realised after uh, just before going on stage with one of them, I was like, "All I've drunk today is cider. I haven't had any water." And I haven't eaten any food. Oh my and then all of a sudden God. I started getting the shakes, like full on, like, and I was like, oh my God, I've got to play the Sweet Child of Mine riff in a minute. I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did it require any vibrato? <laughs> you know, it would have been brilliant if it did. Like I would have had like the most consistent vibrato over it, but... It was really bad. And then I was like, I, I ended up having to like send my girlfriend. She went off and got me like uh, chips and curry sauce. And I was just like quickly eating. So I had something in my belly. To and throw up. I, <laughs> yeah, just to throw up. And then I was just drinking all of the squash. Like backstage, oh there was just God. all this orange squash. I was just like glass after glass. I was like, I've got to try and balance myself because I'm, I'm not in a good way. Uh, oh, did the gig. Mate. Yep. It was fine. Yep. Uh, but then the second gig... I was, I was, I realized I was like, oh, hold on. Cause I, I knew it was, uh, it was 36 by the time we were 36 degrees by the time we were doing the second 36. gig. 36. Uh, and my costume is all black <clears throat> and like smart black leather shoes. And here's the thing about the other stage I performed on. Go on. It was open air. <gasps> There's no shelter at all. So just in the sun, standing in the sun, wearing all black for 40 minutes. Oh, man. Um, is... And my feet started to burn because of the black shoes. Oh, my God. feet were genuinely hurting. I was like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> uh, and then we got off stage. The crew were fucking great. The crew were brilliant because we got off stage and they just doused us. They sprayed us with water. Really? Uh, and it was great. And then like they gave us like, they, they had like um, wet flannels in like a little fridge. And wow. I was just like there with like this flannel over the back of my neck just after yeah, going yeah, on stage. Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh my God. The Mate. crew were brilliant. They, they, they could see that we were we were really struggling. I, I remember thinking, I'm all right, actually. I think, I think I can make it. Two songs from the end, I started getting the shakes again. And I was like, oh, no. Like, <gasps> oh, luckily, dude. the next day wasn't as bad. But that day, like 36 degrees, playing in direct sunlight, wearing all black. I wouldn't recommend it. No, 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 no. <laughs> when the Rolling Stones sang Paint It Black, you were like, don't. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't. It was, actually was the last song you sang, Shake It Off. <laughs> you know what? 
<laughs> no. You know what? It was it a was a mashup. Was. It was a mashup that had Shake It Off in it. Yes. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well played, Corenzo. Oh, well played. I, I was in the audience. No, I wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, now that I That's think about fantastic. it, it was. It was. Yeah. Oh my god! There you go, mate. There's a there's a, there's a story for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. so so yeah, I know what you mean. I, I'm 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 I've been inside most of the day. I am grateful today has been a little bit cooler, but not much. But you know, mm. it's it's like yesterday was. Oh, it was. That was yesterday was like stand in the shade, not bad. Go into the sun, die. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad. I don't know how someone like the Human Torch could exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I just I couldn't do it. I was just, I was just like, no, just no. Would you be Iceman instead? No, I'd be uh, I'd be I'd be lukewarm man. Lukewarm man, <laughs> cozy man. It's just like, what's your superpower? I'm always just the right temperature. <laughs> oh my god, you'd rule the world. <laughs> Oh, your feet are cold in bed. No, they're not. They're just no, right. They're just right. They're yeah. just right. You know, no, no, like, no. I can't do it for other people. Just for me. I'm sorry. Oh, just for like you. Just, yeah, for just for you. For You're like, but like you, so you can share your body heat or your lack of body. Wait, is it a lack of body heat or do you, it's the right body heat? It's exactly the right amount. So, so you couldn't share it because then you would get too cold. We need, if only Stan Lee was still alive, we could ask him what would be the right direction to go with this character. Oh my God. <laughs> we can man. do this. We can do this. What's his costume? Do you know what? Uh, what's his costume? Um, just a, just a, series, a series of comfortable jackets. It would just be like half <laughs> red, half blue, somewhere in the middle, not right. quite purple. Would it be like a, like a a jumpsuit, like, you know, type thing? Or are we talking like... I like mean, you're it talk, could be you're long sleeve or you're, short you're sleeves. You're kind of describing Superman there, half blue. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you know, but, do you know what? Taika Waititi, I think, could direct the shit out of this character. I think this oh is my God, he could do. Right? Lukewarm like, man. Yeah, he's got to have like, you got to have, he's like, the adult is a lukewarm man and he's got to have sort of some strange kid who's like the sidekick. <laughs> he drives the story forward, you know? And then Taika He's not too was, wet, not too dry, boy. Not too, just, just right, boy. Just right, boy. Not too wet, not too dry. What is not too wet and not too dry? Moisturized boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, if you, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I, if you've just got out of the shower and there's that point where you're just like, ah, oh, this is a good, this is a good sort of, but then if you're too dry and then you start getting itchy skin, but if you're too wet, then you just, your clothes get, you know, soggy. Have you so ever done this thing? Just right, just you right, ever done boy. this thing when you've just been like, you've been so, so hot. Like I do like, so I, I, I go to the gym and I run a lot and stuff, right? But like, it doesn't matter if like you, you just get so, so hot, like you're sweating, like proper sweating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you think to yourself, I'll go for a shower, right? I'll mm -hmm. go for a shower, wash it all off. I'll be fine. You shower, you, you dry off, you put your clothes on, you start sweating again. Oh yeah. It's it starts, horrible. Start stinking like straight away. You're like, I, I already smell. Yeah, yeah. Like just dry and I already smell. Like, how, how have you done? Like, why? Why is this happening to me? Like, that would be the uh, that would be sweat man. Like, <laughs> sweat, sweat man. Just right just, again. Oh, just right, just right, guard man. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> sure, man. Sure. <laughs> just right, man, and sure boy, and sure boy, <laughs> or sure girl. Sure, sure girl? girl, yeah, sure person, sure, po sure, sure yeah. person. There sure you go. Yeah. Just costume's <laughs> <laughs> just a giant can of deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think we've established why we don't write comic books ourselves. Yeah, I'm That's, totally uh, writing this as a web comic. <laughs> I want credits, Coming's, please. Co- <laughs> Coming to an anonymous website soon to be ignored in a hashtag. So what, 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 what have you been watching this week then? So I haven't been watching a lot. It's taken, it's taken a lot of effort just to watch the last three episodes of Swamp Thing. Mm, go on, tell me. Uh, let me give you my rating. My rating is a six out of 10. Okay, that's above average. It's above average. Um, it could have been a seven out of 10 okay. had it got another season. <laughs> really? For a show that knew it was cancelled by the time it got to the end. Mm, it knew it, it was cancelled. It, yeah, well, it was cancelled after episode one. I know, right? So, So what I would have liked was some resolution on any of the storylines that they started <laughs> off in this series. Not one got resolved. Because that's the thing, isn't it? If you if you know your show is getting cancelled after the first episode, you would just go, fuck it, let's do everything. And, and they, they didn't do any of it. I mean, they, it also got shortened from 13 episodes to 10 episodes. Mm, so mm. you'd think, okay, well, they've obviously cut a bunch of stuff out and they're going to yep. go, right, let's tie this up in a nice... But no, the whole thing is still setting up another season. It still oh sets God. it all up. And you're like, <laughs> why would you set up another season if you're not... This isn't going anywhere. I know it's not going anywhere. This is, this is really annoying. You've got one person who might be dead, but uh-huh. it's clearly set up that they're going to come back because they're, they, they were stabbed and then put in a car that was then being lowered mm, into the mm. swamp. And you're like, okay, well, that would set up them maybe becoming a swamp creature themselves and then they come yep. back or, you know, that's one thing. Yep. You've got uh, Swamp Thing coming to terms with... The only resolution I will say, okay, is Swamp Thing has come to terms with what he is because for the most of the season, he thought he was Alec Holland and it turns out he's Alec Holland's consciousness in a plant and Alec Holland is actually dead. Uh, and that's the only resolution. Uh, and and uh, other than that, everything else is... Yeah, one guy turns out he's got the, 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 the green flu that started off the entire season. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. so now he's ill. Uh, another guy uh, has now become Blue Devil and he, okay. he's now allowed to leave... Uh, Murray because he was trapped in Murray and now he's allowed to leave and he's fully setting up either his own series mm, or mm. his return. Uh, but right. he's like, he's like, I think I've got another destiny now that I've got to try and follow. And he could, and he drives off and he's like, yeah, I can do it. I can leave. And you're just like, okay, he's, he's going to come back, but no, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. No one's coming back. <laughs> no one's coming back. Uh, and even like, there's this whole bit where the, the Abby Arcane is with, um, Swamp Thing mm, and he's mm. saying, he's saying, you know, he's looking into the distance. He's like, I don't know what the future holds. It's going to be dangerous. I don't know if you, and she's like, well, whatever it is, I'm going to fight it with you. And he's like, I like that very much. And you're like, yeah, there's the two of them teaming up and not having another adventure together. Fantastic. I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I'm not going to watch any of that. No, I'm not glad. I want to watch it. That's the thing. I would have, had it got the green light for the, it may have been an eight out of 10 because they probably would have made it differently. Mm, mm. But it's so disappointing that they're not going to get any more. I mean, Yes, they can reboot it maybe in the future. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't done a film of it because if they make a film of this quality, like it would be pretty good. Another disappointing thing, Tuvok never returned. Oh, man. Tim Russ was in two episodes. He spoke two lines in one episode and yeah. stood there looking serious in another and then was never in it again. 
I bet he's going to come back in season two. Oh. <laughs> You're a cruel man. Cruel Very man. Oh, I'm sorry, I want to see him work more because he's, he's a good bloke. He's a good bloke. Yeah, Tim man. I, yeah, Tim Russ, he's good. He's, he's, he's a Star Trek alumni, isn't he? You know? Yeah. And he was in the, um, did you see the fan film? The where, where Yeah, the, yeah, he was in that. And he was in, um, he was, he's obviously in God's Generations. Men, that was it, wasn't it? Was he's it in God's and Men? I think so, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. He was in Generations as well. Yes, he um, was. And yeah. he was in uh, the episode Starship Mine as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like the fact that they uh, referenced that in Voyager that Tim Russ was in yeah. Star Trek VI. Yes. I loved that they yes, actually yes, brought that yes. into like actual canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was too yeah, long he, all along. He, he, he was he was with uh, he was with Sulu. He was on Sulu's ship while yeah. while uh, while that all the stuff was going on. Yeah, it was brilliant. great. I loved it. I loved it. The destruction of Praxis. Yeah. It was so it sounds like you had a great watching week then with. Uh, oh, I was show. really disappointed. The, I, I will say the only thing that I, I've been as as you know, but I've been doing um, a Scrubs rewatch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm into season two now because I'm following the podcast uh, with that as well. And uh, recently on the podcast, I found out the guy who played Doctor Kelso, Ken Jenkins. He's a massive stoner. <laughs> I can't believe Kelso in, in real life is a pothead. Well, not wow. so much now. He's an old man now. But yeah, yeah he was yeah, a pothead. Yeah. Like during filming of Scrubs, there were some episodes where he was high. That's that's amazing. I lo- <laughs> that's phenomenal. Like, wait, he plays like the most conservative character you can yeah. imagine. Like, that guy's like the character is obviously a Republican, like clearly yeah, a Republican. Definitely, definitely. Like he would probably vote Trump. Like, well, that. I don't know if I go that far because at the same time, he, he does. He as, as cruel as he was, he still wanted to help people for the right cost. For the right cost, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but so you're watching. How's how's Scrubs hold up? It's it it does hold up really good. The the humor is great. I mean, yes, there is. There is still some questionable stuff like um, there, there is, a, but at the same time, it's questionable mm. with a purpose. Like Dr. Kelso is extremely sexist in a lot of the early mm. episodes, but that's kind of the point. And it's not saying that it's right or anything. It is yep. to display that it is wrong. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. having this conversation with someone recently where there seems to be a confusion on how people write stories because there's a lot of people I feel that want stories to be about how they wish people were. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. And not actually about what people are really like. And I think I don't, you've got, maybe you've got to get that balance of like trying to show how people should behave, but at the same time, you need to show what the world is actually like and show how people talk. And unfortunately, sometimes people talk like they're arseholes. Uh, I, I, I agree. I think... Um, if you want to show where you want to watch a show where people should be or what you want people should be, like you 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 watch Star Trek, science yeah, exactly. fiction, something yes. something, something that's uh, hopeful, you know, yeah. science hopeful, you know, I mean, like you know, it's a hopeful future. Um, but you're right; it's uh, if you're going to write something based in now, like something like Scrubs, which I say now, but obviously Ooh, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not now, um, but it still is. You know, you you, you do have to talk and write in the way that people talk now and mm. it is horrible but like you, if you also want to analyze and improve people if you want to talk about racism you've got to show what racism is mm. if you want to talk about sexism you've got to show what sexism is and that means that someone's going to have to portray that and someone else is going to have to be 
to to rally against to have your writers and your your protagonist actually rally against that situation. Yeah, they've got to have have them yeah. being called out. That you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's difficult, man. I know. Yeah. Scru- I, I'm, I love Scrubs, and I think you're. Um, I remember watching some of the first episodes recently, and it's just like you, you do notice. It's like, ooh, that's a bit. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Um, by today's standards, it's very. It's not. Some of it's not very good. Like some of it's not like you wouldn't do that now. Mm, yeah. yeah, but then that's the other thing as well. It's a, it's a product of its time. Well, yeah, and we think it was two thousand and one, the first season. Mm, two thousand one. Yeah. That's nineteen years ago. I mean, that's the crazy. last the last four months have felt like twenty years. Yes, they have. <laughs> <laughs> they have. They did recently as well. They announced, and because uh, uh, Bill Lawrence, the creator of Scrubs, they pulled mm. three episodes from syndication. Really? Yeah, all three of them had blackface in. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but interestingly, the two two of the examples I can totally understand it. And what it was was uh, there's an episode where there's a fantasy where uh, JD wonders what it would like to be Turk, and it flashes to him as Turk. Yeah, uh, and then there was another episode where um, JD has another fantasy and he imagines Elliot as Turk. So she mm. was dressed as Turk with the skinhead and the blackface. Yeah. So I understand that. I do understand that. But there was another episode where I was a bit like, maybe not this, because the the joke was uh, it was a flashback to Turk and JD at like um, uh, like one of their, not high school, but their senior college parties. And they're turning up and Turk has a white painted face and JD has a black painted face. Hmm. And JD's saying like, I'm not sure this is a good idea. This isn't a good idea. And Turk's like, trust me, I know these guys. They're going to think it's funny. So they knock on the door, but then Turk sees someone and goes, oh, hey, Caroline, what's up? And he walks away. So the guys open the door and just see JD standing there with the blackface. Yeah. So they grab him and then Turk finally reappears, but they throw JD out the window. Yeah, yeah, And he lands next to him. So the whole point of that was blackface is bad. Don't do it. That that mm, was that mm, was the purpose mm, of it, mm. and at no point was it like, "Haha, isn't it really funny? He's wearing blackface." It was, "No, no, no, it's wrong," and he got a comeuppance about it. Yeah, it's it's almost like there's nuance, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah, It'd be it's, nice it's, for it, more of that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's, it's it's it is difficult, but yeah, I think you in some cases you've got to like read the context. Yeah. Although at the same time, you know, I, I, it's not my place to say what's right and wrong about blackface. It's yeah. not. You know, no, no, me. no, absolutely. Like, like, my yeah, complexion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not. <laughs> it's not for me to say. This is very but true. From yeah. from from where I was seeing, I was like, well, that was to me was saying blackface is bad. That's that's the the the, the point of that scene was it's bad. Yeah, and the argument also goes against it. Is is that you, you shouldn't have to show that to say it's bad. Does that make sense? Like you I know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. It, there is that argument as well, but I do understand. You know, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I get. Like I, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting one. It's Again, two sides new nuance, nuance, nuance. <laughs> yes, the right answer is somewhere in the middle of it all. Somewhere, somewhere, right in the middle, man. There's, there you go. There's another, uh, <laughs> there's another hero for you. Right. In the oh, middle, this man. is the, this is the write your own superhero show. <laughs> yes. Every 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 topic we're going to cover will have its own hero. <laughs> I love it. And a hero for everything. Brilliant. <laughs> What's uh, what, what have you been watching? Do you know what I? I it's, it's, it's been. Um, I haven't done much this week because um, I've been just so busy looking after this dog. <laughs> You've been watching your dog. I've there been watching go. my dog. Um, I've been doing a lot of like again. I, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I've been watching a lot of like 
rewatching stuff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Star Wars Rebels. Is, oh, that's the only new thing I've been watching. It's not new, is it? So it's new uh, to you. It's new to me. So I've been still watching Rebels, still enjoying it. Love the stories. Uh, just watched a uh, episode this morning um, where essentially they've set up Chopper to have a, a C-3PO counterpart now. So you've got the whole astromech, you know, oh, protocol the, droid the, thing. The, the depressed one. Yeah. And it's like, it's great because like Rebels was always pitched as more of a kid's show. Yet those two um, droids seem a lot more adult than C-3PO and R2-D2. Chopper's great. I love Chopper. So it's it's like, I've just watched that. I think it's great. I think it's really fun. Um, It's really getting into the the meat of like the rebellion now, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. really cool. Like it's like, you know, they're they're trying to search for a rebel base to make someone to make a rebel base. Um, And I like it. It's like, wow, this is like, this is really, really cool setup stuff is, yeah. Rex is... I'm doing more in it than I thought he would as a character. Oh yeah, no, he's a full on he's a full on character which, in that show. Yeah. Which is which is brilliant because you know obviously watched him through Clone Wars. It's just great to have, but he's a lot more. It's you can tell age has mellowed him out, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. And it's, it's it's a great sort of uh, show of writing. You know that they, they they can change take that character and go look. There's you know there's X amount of years have passed since Order sixty six. How has Rex changed? He's he's no longer a clone trooper, but he's still, you know, it's brilliant. So I'm, I'm really enjoying, yeah, really, really enjoying Rebels. Uh, but yeah, I've started watching, uh, re-watching a whole bunch of stuff. Um, oh, one thing I did watch that was new. Uh, I didn't message you about it. Oh, what's that? Hey, the first episode of The Floor is Lava is <laughs> garbage. <laughs> it's utter garbage. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you set my expectations low for it, right? Because you were, I, I went with you, and I was like, "It's not going to be good." No, and I watched no. it. I went, "It's worse." Oh yeah, how is it worse than how you described it? And I literally think, like, um, I was reading an art, you know, I was reading an article about it. How like, they were like, "Oh yeah, we tried to find a." I, I'm reading it in an American accent. I, in my head, it's like an American accent, obviously. It's like, oh, yeah, we tried to find some uh, contestants with personality when we were casting this. Right? First of all, wrong word, casting, right? You, yeah. sh- you shouldn't cast a game show. You should be like, you know, people should be applying for a game show to take part. You don't cast a game show. That shows you don't care about the game. You care about the personalities. Yeah? I just want everyone in the world, everyone who listens to this podcast to know something. Being loud is not a personality. <laughs> True facts. True right. facts. That's, that, that's basically what happens in the first episode is that you've got nine people being loud and yeah. thinking that's a personality trait. It's like, it's not. It's really, it's really, really not. not no. So yeah, I watched The Floor is Lava. But what's really happened is that I have watched, I've been watching, I've been re-watching stuff. Uh, so the first thing I've been re-watching is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I've started that from scratch. Oh, cool. Um, really, yeah, it's good. I like it. Like it's, it's the benefit of hindsight of like you know just coming back fresh from it. It's like yeah, I remember little bits of it. It's better than I remember. It is. It is. And when it, when you get so you just started season one again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I haven't hit the point where uh, Winter Soldier happens yet. So yeah. I'm really I'm looking forward to that. But it's interesting knowing that comes mm-hmm. and knowing what happens to some of the characters and going oh. Like, you know, it's, it's quite, it's quite interesting actually knowing that. So I'm yeah. enjoying that. Um, and what's really cool about that, like, I, I, you know, I've spoken to you before about spoilers. Like I don't tend to care about getting things spoiled for me. Mm. The main reason being is because I can just sit back and enjoy the story then and watch it unfold. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what's okay. going to happen in the next couple of episodes, in the next couple of seasons. Yeah. So I'm happy just to watch that season, those that story unfold now without that stress of oh my god, what's going to happen? Ah, is it going to be a twist? <laughs> so I've been enjoying it. But the thing I really want to talk about, um, I've only watched one episode of it so far. Uh, is something that um, I, I watched a long time ago, mm-hmm. and that, my friend, is Samurai Jack. Oh, okay. I've never watched it. Oh, oh, mate, it is stunning. I love it. Absolutely love it. Do you know, how much do you know about it? I know little about it. It's a, a lot of that sort of stuff I, I've never really um, watched a lot of, like mm, like Cowboy mm. Bebop and all of yeah. that sort of stuff, but I've not watched it. Well, this was created by um, the guy who did, uh, I think it was Dexter's Lab. Oh, okay. So it was, yeah. it was American. Um, okay. But he had like an obsession with like samurai culture and everything like that, so he created this. It was one of the first, it is, it's one, it's, it's definitely his first, but one of the, you know, that doesn't have like the black outlines uh, around the cartoon characters. So it's just oh, like okay. solid colors, yeah. It, so it's really stylistically, it's like, oh, this is, this is very, very different. It's definitely a kid's show to a degree, but like it's really, really fun. Um, and I absolutely loved it when it first came out. And the reason I've started rewatching it is because um, they did do a final season uh, in la- last year, uh, which sort of gives an ending to the whole thing. Uh, which I'm really, really, so I really want to watch the whole thing and get that ending season because, you know, it's been years since I watched it. But the first episode is, it's, it's brilliant. There's nine minutes with no dialogue. Nine full minutes of nothing but just music and visuals. And it's just like, and it's, 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 it's a, it's a montage. Uh, Oh, that's, that's cheating. It's not, re- but it's really For nine well done. minutes though, a nine minute montage. Yeah, nine minutes, no dialogue. And it tells, and it, the entire story is told in those nine minutes with no words. Okay. It's really, really good. Um, there's some episodes that I'm really looking forward to watching again. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's one episode, uh, I can't remember what season it is, but he has to fight a, um, like, like a shadow, essentially. And the whole thing is black and white. And like it's him moving in and out of shadows and it's so well animated. It looks absolutely stunning. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You should check it out. It's on, um, I've watched that on all four actually. So every episode's up on there. Okay, uh, cool. So I think I got it confused because because uh, when you started then saying, what was it, Dexter's Laboratory? Mm. I was like, oh, that's not what I, I thought. Samurai Jack was one of these sort of anime. No, sort of it's not anime. It's like yeah. it's a kid show. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, it's not what this I is a, this is This is definitely a Western uh, animation style. Um, okay. but it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, it draws on some culture, but if you don't know it, right. If, I, I, if you don't know what the story is, like the basics are that it's that it's, um, this shape-shifting wizard, uh, Aku, um, has been defeated previously, uh, but returns and Samurai Jack's, uh, father is, um, tries to defend his family, but is defeated and Samurai Jack is sent around the world to uh, train to beat Aku. And in a battle, ends up getting sucked into the future. A time portal okay. opened up and he's right. sucked into the a dystopian future where Aku is in control of the world. Okay, that's a so hell of a setup. It's a hell of a setup, but like that first episode is just like... It, that whole first episode is just all set up and it's brilliant. And then you just get to the end of it and you're like cool let's do this so i've just started that uh it's 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 as good as i remember it which is uh which is always pleasing 
Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's why I've been watching. Just is that, is that all you've been watching? So Flora's Lava and Samurai Jack. Oh, Samurai Rebels. Jack uh, and uh, Agents of Shield. That's, that's oh, actually you've quite been a lot, loads, isn't it? mate. Yeah. I've only, I've only been managing to watch like three episodes of television. So I watched a movie as well. You watched a movie? Well, yeah, I know. Movie? I don't know how much to find time for a movie. I, I, to be fair, I have watched more than I expected. Okay. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I watched uh, Man on the Moon. Ah, oh, I love that film. It's great, isn't it? It's it, so, so good. It's it's one of his best. It's my, You've seen it, it before, yeah? You've seen oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it before. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen every Jim Carrey movie. I love Jim <laughs> Carrey. <laughs> like, and the thing is, like, I remember thinking, like, Truman Show is my favorite movie of mm-hmm. his. Um, and then Man on the Moon came out, and you're like, oh, my God. <sighs> it's hard to choose between the two of them. But I've watched the movie, and You've, love it. Have you seen the documentary, uh, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond? No. Oh, uh, yeah, on Netflix, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's on Netflix. It is... It's crazy. Like you, it's so it, as it mm. turns out, like Jim Carrey did not break character the entire time. He really? was Andy Kaufman the entire time. And it caused such problems with a load of the cast. Some of the cast dealt with it absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, other members of the cast really did not. Like, for wow. instance, uh, Jerry Lawler, uh, the wrestler, Jerry yeah. the King Lawler, he mm. used to be one of my favorite wrestlers to hate. Um, <laughs> but h- him and Andy Kaufman, like, had this this bit that they used to do, which was like, they sort of didn't like each other, but in real life they were friends. But Jim Carrey constantly played it. Like even behind the scenes, he played it like he was antagonizing Jerry Lawler. And it was, it was upsetting Lawler because he was just like, like, he's like, we were friends. We were never enemies. Like, why are you doing this Jim? And Jim's like not acting like Jim. Like he's, he's just being Andy Kaufman. And it got to the point where the director, Milo, uh, I forget his surname, which is really bad, but Milo, mm. uh, the director, would just sort of turn and like, say, I just like, you felt so sorry for him because he said, I just want to talk to my friend Jim. I just oh, want to talk to my friend Jim. And you just, you felt for him because yeah. he, he, Jim Carrey, like, was, as it turns out, it seemed that Jim Carrey wanted to not just escape to play the part of Andy Kaufman. He didn't want to be Jim Carrey anymore. And that was, it's, it's a, it's a dark watch. It's, uh, it's, it's not something you'll watch going, this is going to cheer me up for the next two hours. You come out of that going like, oh, yeah, because about Jim Carrey now. Do you know what? I might not watch that because, because uh, <laughs> what we need in 2020 is stuff to not cheer us up. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay. I know. I will, I will check that out after. Do yeah, check it out. It's, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It's wicked, fascinating. Man. So what have you been yeah. playing this week? What have I been playing? So uh, I've not, unfortunately, been uh, playing No Man's Sky. Uh, Mm. I have not been able to find the time that I can properly invest because that is a game you need to invest some time into. Yes, it is. Uh, And I I haven't been able to do that. But what I have done, I've replayed. uh, Oh, I'm still replaying it because I wanted some mindless fun. I wanted some real mindless uh, run and gun, violent fun. Um, and it's not the greatest game. It's uh, Deadpool. Uh, oh, okay. Deadpool, I've not played game. it. Not played, not played it. it. No. It's um, it's fun. It's not the best game in the world. I mean, it's it's the perfect game if you were 14, 15 years old. It's mm. that kind of humour, like right, real right, pure yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's Deadpool. It's Deadpool stuff, mm. but it's, it's still aimed at the, the sort of like right, team yeah, yeah, market yeah, yeah. as opposed to, um, you know, our adult <laughs> market. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun. It takes the piss out of itself. Like the whole concept of the game uh, is 
Deadpool's rewriting the script of the game as it goes. Because again, it's breaking the fourth wall. He of knows course. it's a video yeah, game. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so there's like nice little things where you're just like, this is the point where you press the jump button. You're hearing like little digs at the player like yeah, throughout yeah, the game, yeah. which is really funny. There's a bit where you're with Wolverine. Yes. Uh, and uh, you, you, you you fly the, um, the, the, the X-Jet, uh, the X-Men jet, and you crash it. And then you have to like, you pull Wolverine out. He's unconscious. Mm. And he's just like, try and wake up Wolverine. And you're slapping him. And he's like, it's like, this is because slapping makes me aroused. This is because the player pressed the X button. This mm. is because. <laughs> so it's, it's cute. It's really cute. Cool. Uh, and the story involves like, it's it's proper like deep dive into X-Men lore. So you've mm. got Mr. Sinister. Right. Uh, you've got. You know, Deadpool's taking the piss going like, really? We had to get these D-list of villains for this game. And you've got Vertigo and, um, uh, oh, what was the other one? Vertigo and Arclight. Uh, and he's like, really? These D-list villains is like, ooh, Vertigo, you got the power to make me dizzy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. And then he vomits inside his mask and it's like coming out of his mask. It's, it's gross. But it's, as I say, it's puerile, it's funny, it's mindless. It's a, you know, it, it's not the best game in the world. It's got some really clunky controls, but yeah. it was a nice way for me to sort of unwind. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd recommend it. If it's, if it's cheap, I recommend it. I, if it's I, I wouldn't pay more than a tenner. I wouldn't pay more than a <laughs> If it's on a sale, get it at a sale. Don't pay full price for Perfect. it. Perfect. I'll I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so um, what, have, uh, what have you been playing this week? Uh, you know, just the, uh, the usual. The UK. <laughs> Come on, we need man. to get you some more games. That's I know. We well, no, like, like I have actually like well, okay, so I've been playing Red Dead Redemption two. Of course, I have, yeah. but uh, we won't go into that because you know my story. You know my you know my pains of that game right now. Um, still good though. Still really good. Yeah, However, yeah. Um, something did drop on Xbox Game Pass a couple of weeks ago, yeah. uh, and it was an, a preview uh, game. So right. you early access. Uh, preview, give feedback on it, everything like that, uh, tr- you know, troubleshooting and all that stuff. Um, it's a game called Grounded. Yeah. Well, I've heard of this, I think. It's a survival game. Right. The best way I can describe it is that they finally made a video game for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It, there's nothing original about it in terms of like what the concept is. Like it's a bunch of children, a bunch of teenagers, yeah, yeah, who have been shrunk down to tiny, tiny, tiny proportions, and then they're in the back garden and they've got to try and get themselves big again. It's, they've got to survive, all right. And it's like you've got giant ants, giant spiders, mites. Like, this is Honey I Shrunk the Kids. This is Honey Surely I Shrunk the Kids. This is lawsuit. This video is game. genuinely Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I'm like going, oh come on. Like it's it the, the way they've pitched it. It's like, oh yeah, this is a totally original concept. Nah, it's Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> Look, the lawnmower's coming. Right? It's oh like, my yeah, you, 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 like, you know what the friendliest bugs are? The ants. <laughs> like, of course they are. You Scorpions come a- keep away. One of the first things you come across is a giant baseball, and you're just like, oh, it's it's it is so honey. Now I, I don't know whether that's done deliberately. I don't know whether they are like trying to style it out as we've we've totally just come up with this, or if they are trying to pay homage to Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, it, it sounds like they're paying homage. It 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 feels like it a bit, 
but then it doesn't feel like they're doing it enough, if you know what I mean. Like, it feels like they should be a bit more like, look, this is definitely Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Anyway, it's not bad. It's not bad. I've been playing it, but the problem is, is that it's, it doesn't help, because it's an, an early access preview, you've kind of left on your own. Like, they okay. kind of go, like, there's not a huge amount of, like, it's clear they haven't quite built that first episode, that first level walkthrough yet. So there's a whole bunch of stuff it's telling me to do. But in order to do them, I need to do something else that I haven't been taught how to do yet. It's like, have a chop, you know, you need to create a shelter. Cool, I'll create a shelter. How do I do that? You chop down some gl- gl- uh, grass. Okay, I'll chop down some grass. You need a chopping implement. Where do I get that? Mm. <laughs> that's it. So you just you like okay, you are on your own. Like yeah, just you just explore. Yeah, you're so it's no man's back- sky, but like no man's back garden. Yeah, no man's back garden. And so it's like it seems to have like the promise is there, but it's this, I said the same thing as the initial launch of No Man's Sky. The, the promise is there, but it doesn't seem to be well executed. But the thing is, this is like a preview launch. This is well, that's why they're doing it. Yeah, they're yeah. So, your reactions like yours. Yeah, exactly. I think potentially it could be a lot of fun. Like, it's Honey, as I said, I'm going to repeat it. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Who did not like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? If you didn't like it, you are wrong, right? It's, it's If you didn't like Honey, I Blew Up the Baby, then you're you're totally right there. But Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, brilliant concept. So to actually finally have a, comp- uh, a computer game, because that's the thing, it was, it, obviously it did back in the day have like the 80s style gaming that accompanied it. But to have like this free open roaming game that you can play. Yeah, cool. I'm with it. Just it's not quite there yet. And that's uh, understandable. Well, it sounds all right, though. Sounds like yeah, a nice yeah. concept. No, it's, like it's, 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 it's a great concept. So if you were on an Xbox, go for it. You're okay. not. Did you did you hear that they are going to, well, they, they should have been making it by now, unfortunately, but because pandemic, uh, that they were going to do another uh, sort of a reboot of or continuation of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, when you say reboot. It's not reboot. No, it's a continuation. <laughs> Feeling triggered. <laughs> no, yeah, no it's, no, it's a continuation. It's called, I think it was called Trunk. Mm. Uh, and it was Rick Moranis was going to come back. Rick Moranis was going to, this was going to be the project he was properly coming back on. No, because Rick Moranis is like retired. Probably, yeah, no, he retired, but um, his because you know why he retired. It's very sad. Yeah, very but, sad. Um, but uh, he he he's he said that he's gonna come back and do this, Honey Asher on the Kid, and it's gonna be Josh wow. Gad as his son grown up. Oh, cool. So so yeah, there's there's that to look forward to. As I said, they should be filming it now, but unfortunately they can't. But yeah, mm. it, it's yeah. it's on the cards. Yeah. It's in the books. Yeah. We're not allowed in, uh, you're not allowed to film in other people's back gardens, I take it. <laughs> Social distancing rules and all that. It's, it's yeah, so true. So true. <laughs> not unless they're, unless they're in your bubble. Well, shall we, yeah. shall we have a look at the news this week? Let's, let's have a look at the news. Uh, what, have we, so, what have we found in the, uh, in the geek world? Well, we've got a couple of trailers to talk about here. Yeah. Shall I go? For, I'll, I'll do this one first. Like, yeah, go on. Let's, let's do it. So the, there's one that I found and obviously like, you know me. This this is this is very close to my heart, very mm-hmm. very very close to my mm-hmm. heart, um, and I didn't know they were making this. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, so uh, this I found this on NME of all places. Uh, Netflix have shared a trailer for the animated series Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Yes. Now, if you've not heard of this, Camp Cretaceous is a animated series. It's coming to Netflix, and it's going to be produced by executive produced by Steven Spielberg. It is 100%, if you watch the trailer, 
a children's show. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. It's set alongside Jurassic World. So the idea being is that, you know, you've got the Jurassic World where the parents go and everything like that. But it's like a summer camp. This is a summer camp, Camp Cretaceous, you know, where mm -hmm. kids go and do kids summer camp things. And of course, it's on the same as on Isla Nublar. And of course, it's set at the same time. So what happens? Indominus Rex attacks. So it is exactly the same. Like the dinosaurs get loose and it's a bunch of kids trying to get them. Trailer is it's a kid's film. Like, oh, like I said, I'm going to upset it already. It, I'm going to reiterate this point. From the trailer, it is 100% a kid's film. Like, this is like CBBC sort of kid's film. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, the animation style. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely like more childish looking than Rebels. Like, yeah, exactly. Rebels, you, I, does, is, I know it's for children and you can tell in certain points, but it handles storytelling a lot better. Like, yeah. even Clone Wars is it was a Saturday morning cartoon, but, you know, it's, you, you know, it's a little bit more adult in places. This seems like it's going to be out and out ch uh, child movie with some scares, you know, obviously with some terrors because you know, you've got the giant, you know, with the, uh, the dinosaurs jumping out and so on and so forth. Is it necessary? No. 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 But is anything really necessary? I, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I think like, especially with this, I think the biggest issue I've got uh, with this being a series Mm. I feel like how how are we going to where's the continuing story in here? No, of course, because once once you get past the point of okay, well, there's there's two things to th think about here. One, once you get to the end of the, the first Jurassic World film, that's that's the end of this series. Yeah, you know, exactly. There's, there's, Camp there's, Cretaceous you know, cannot exist anymore. And the second thing to think about is the volcanoes due to go off. So it's not like they can do it for years and years and years and years and years. Uh, the the volcano is due to go off. Like, yeah. was, how yeah. how long is uh, after Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom? How long is that after the, the first Jurassic World film? Like, how long is? The oh, island? I can't remember. I, I think it was a few years. It's not. Is like, it like a year, two years? Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. So so know. they don't have a lot to do. And is it is it a long series, like fifteen episodes, ten episodes, or is it going to be? It doesn't like say three, a lot. Three episodes. Here. It doesn't say a lot. But no. again, it's, it's just that whole thing of like, from personally, I think. If you're going to continue telling world uh, stories in the the Jurassic Park sort of mm. world, way <laughs> it's, you're it's it's only it's movies like it's it, it's one shot stories. It's it's very hard to tell. Like yeah. the only thing, the only way I could I could see I could potentially see like a ongoing story about the running of Jurassic World when it was up and running, yeah. like going back before, like how it was reopened and stuff like that and doing that. But this one is, as I said, it's based alongside the incident. We'll just call it the incident, yeah, you know, yeah. which means that's a definite end point. Mm -hmm. And we know there's another definite end point. Mm -hmm. So how are they going to fill in the story around it? I just, I, I just don't know. I, I think was like, for me, like it's the Jurassic, the Jurassic World series to Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park film was for me like a masterpiece. I think it's stunning. It is. And oh, visu God, yeah. Visually and uh, writing as well. Yeah. I think it's just fantastic. But it kind of, that first Jurassic Park film kind of covers 
everything you need to cover about Jurassic Park, the, 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 the morality of it, uh, the complexity of it, all, all that type of stuff. Should we be doing this? You know, your, your, your scientists were so preoccupied of whether or not they, they could do something. They never stopped to think they should. Like that's, you know, that's where I was. Yeah. Jurassic, the Lost World, was it necessary? Again, no. It did actually touch a little bit more on like, okay, we've created these things. We've Should we leave them alone? Should we let them... And hunting is bad. Yeah, and hunting is bad. Um, and Vince Vaughn, man. Like Vince Vaughn. He's great. He's <laughs> yeah. great. I do yeah, like yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. I do Vin- like Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Right. Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Right. But the, the, yeah. the problem is, is like once you get past those first two Jurassic Park movies, especially even past the first Jurassic Park movie, really, they just become monster movies. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. Right? I love a good disaster, monster disaster movie, like Godzilla, King Kong, stuff like that. And that's, but that's what the, you know, the Jurassic series has become. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean the movies are the greatest. It means that they might appeal more to the lowest common denominator now in terms of jump scares and, you know, spectacle over story. But yeah, it's, it's, I just find it's, if you're going to continue, like, I, I just, for me, it's like, because there is that sort of monster thing, it would be very hard to do a monster of the week. Like in a kid's yeah. show, you've got to do a monster of the week to keep their attention. They're not going to do, you know, very few children, very few, I'm going to, I'm going to change it from none to very few children are going to watch an ongoing series where there's one storyline for the entire series. Yeah, they don't. The kids shows uh, are meant to be episodic. They're not yeah. meant to be like long form storytelling. Exactly. So uh, to have a monster of the week, you go like, well, we've done the Indominus Rex. Now we're going to do the T Rex. Now we're going to do the Velociraptors. Now what? Well, it would. It should be like this. This would have been like you could have done this as like a separate universe thing, or mm. I don't know. But you could have done a thing like this week. Uh, they're going to be fighting a stegosaurus that's a cross between, a, 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 like, mm. that th- make use of the hybrid dinosaurs. So this week it's a dinosaur, so a stegosaurus mixed with a pterodactyl. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You, 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 one, you could be visually creative with that. Uh, and also it would, yeah, it would give something new each week. It's like, the you know, the forehead of the week in uh, Star Trek, you know. It's <laughs> like, what, what, what are you going to get? You know, what, what dinosaur are, are you going to get this week? And you'd also have a consistent bad guy in that there's the people creating these hybrid dinosaurs. This is true. I will say, I, I will say this is that um, this trailer, this this Camp Cretaceous, has, for the first time in my sort of life in geek culture, everything to do geeky and all the things that I'm a fan of, is the first thing where I have looked at something and gone, do you know what? That's just not for me, and I'm not yeah. going to watch it. Yeah, like, I, 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 it's a shame. Disappointing. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's fine. It's for kids. You yeah. know, it's it's not for me, and I don't understand why it exists. I don't understand if it, I don't understand the need for it. But to it, sell toys. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's to sell toys. It's there. If kids enjoy it, fantastic. Because then hopefully they will come in and then they realize that they they've watched the actual good Jurassic Park. Again, if it introduces them to that, then that's a, that's a, that's a win. Exactly. More fans is always more fans, more geeks. We can rule the world. (laughs) (laughs) Go on then. What's the other trailer? The other trailer. um, We should have really talked about this last week, but uh, you know, we had we had we already had enough to talk about last week. But I'd like to sort of talk about. There was a second trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music. 
mm. the second trailer, mm. and this one gave a little bit more story, just a little bit. But I would maybe say maybe a little bit too much a story. Yeah, I I think we've spoken about this before, but trailers are modern trailers are yeah they give too much away. I think I think I've guessed the end of the like resolution of this film. Oh, like, have from you? This trailer. Yeah, I think I have. Go yeah. on. What? So so the trailer that the whole setup is. Uh, and this is something that I find uh, a little odd. At the end of Bogus Journey, at the end mm. of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, it was implied that the song that they played at the end... Was the song. Was yeah. the song. Yeah, it, was, that... it may have been God Gave Rock and Roll to You by Kiss, but that was it, that was supposed to... That was what I got from that. that yeah, that same was here. The yeah, song yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That, was the, and that was the concert the and that was the song because it, yeah. it showed you ever, all around the world people dancing and... And there's the newspaper articles yeah. and all of that. In fact, my favourite newspaper article there, which is uh, Death, uh, the, the the magazine on the front cover uh, was Death saying, Death wins Indy 500. Quote, I didn't know I could run that fast. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. One of my favourite gags ever. Um, but that was what was implied. Now, now it seems that they haven't written that song yet and they've now reached middle age uh, and they haven't written the song that they were supposed to have written. Mm. And... Uh, then you get the person uh, in, from the future. Uh, I forget her real name, but she's the mum in Two and a Half Men. But she says, uh, she says to Bill and Ted, she goes, "Press a song by Preston Logan is the song that ch- saves the universe." So what I've got from that is, oh right, so it's the kids that write the song, not them, because they didn't say Bill S. Preston and they didn't say Ted Theodore Logan. No, no, they said Preston Logan. They just said the surnames. And even if they do say Bill and Ted, the daughters are Billy and Thea. So they are essentially still Bill and Ted. I don't know if I like where this is going. So I think that the daughters or all four of them, the dads and the daughters together, write the song. Okay. But either way, I was just a bit like, ah, that's that's the end of the film. You've just told me that now. Because by yeah. saying Preston Logan, that's 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 the clue. That's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, it's also pay like, attention, you know? Yeah, yeah. I I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, 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 yes. Hmm. Otherwise, I, the trailer looked good. I think the girls yeah. look, look hilarious. The girls look brilliant. Oh, no, 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 no. The humour looks on point. It looks yeah. like a Bill and Ted film and it looks like it could be a lot of fun. Well, it looks a bit like a cheap film, though. It looks like a student film. It looks but like that's a... what Bill and Ted was. Yeah, like true, true. it wasn't made on a big budget. It was a it was a small budget film. It was. Oh, it was quite good budget for the time for the yeah, for the eighties. You know, it, lo- it looks very you know, <laughs> and that yeah, it was it's a great. I said, oh, it still has one of my favorite lines as a uh, Billy the Kid when they go to play uh, cards with Billy the Kid. Mm. And he's like, "Whatever I win, I keep. Whatever you win." I keep. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, well, at least once a day, I quote that to someone. Um, it's, it's it is fantastic, but yeah, I, it looks like a Bill and Ted film. It looks like it could be a lot of fun. Um, if that's how it ends, I'm like, oh. I'm not saying it's bad that that's how it ends. I'm yeah. just annoyed that it's in the trailer. Yeah. And I was well, like, this is, oh, I, I think that's kind of yeah, I think, it now. I think that's what's more annoying, isn't it? It's like. Y- you get to a movie now, like to the cinema, and there's been about five trailers. And between those five trailers, you can kind of piece together the film. Mm. It's a, there's no sense of surprise anymore. Or yeah. like, Except you, Iron Man 3. 
all the trailers all the trailers for Iron Man 3 were oh, Mandarin. Mandarin yeah 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 to yeah, be yeah, like yeah. I remember getting home of, after watching Iron Man 3 and then watching the trailer and going like I, I like the film that I watched but I, I still want to watch this one yeah. it's in the trailer because it's yeah. not this <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Just, same film all the tr- yeah people you, I love the, the the sense of injustice that came across the internet like it's not the Mandarin I wanted it to be the Mandarin it's like well guess what there's probably going to be a Mandarin because the, the cut scene at the end yeah and there was, was the, the one shot film there was another one shot film exactly so I, I, I love it, how it was a bait and switch and bait another sw- you know it's it's yeah. I think it's going to be, uh, yeah, hopefully there'll be another Mandarin. It'll be really cool if they introduce a new Iron person with the Mandarin story. Well, isn't, um, uh, we've gone completely off topic here, but uh, isn't the, the Shang-Chi movie? Is that, the, yes, the, you're right. The Ten yes. Rings. Yeah. yeah, right. You're right. So there we go. Anyway, back on topic. Bill and Ted. It looks good. I d- don't get me wrong. It does still look good. It's nice to see death mm. back. It's it's all of mm. that is great, and that they're back in hell, uh, and that it's it seems to be like not just it's traveling to the future. It's traveling to the past. It's going back to the afterlife. It's it's a farewell tour, if you will. Uh, yeah, just yeah. It's 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 it looks good, but as I say, it may be that they've given just too much information for you to guess where the film is going to go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a shame. It's um, a shame. Alien still has the best trailer of all time. Yes, uh, you're right. You're right. hundred <laughs> percent. What's next? The next story. So, I mean, this guy is rather busy. Mm. Uh, Kevin Smith. Mm. Kevin Smith is doing quite a lot. King of the nerds. Uh, he really, he really is. And considering, you know, this is, this is someone who has made more box office failures, but still has a rather good career. He has a great um, career. Considering. And considering, yeah. And I mean, and, and don't, don't take that as an insult because listeners, uh, because this is what Kevin Smith, he himself would say, you know, he is, he's a very humble man. He, he oh, knows yeah. where he's gone wrong. Mm. Uh, he knows what he might do differently, but at the same time, he just doesn't care. He just, he's, he knows that he's lucky that he's been able to make what he's been able to make. He does what he wants to do. And that is like, if you can get to a, a part, a point in your life where you can do that and, it doesn't matter if it fails or yeah. not. Wow. Like, like if I fail, I'm like, I'm, I've got a cupboard under the stairs. That I cry in now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I go full, I draw a scar on my head and wear glasses and go full on Harry Potter. It's <laughs> so, um, regarding Kevin Smith though, he, uh, he's, he's making one, he's making a horror thing called uh, Kilroy was here mm, mm. Uh, on top of that. And that's for Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, he's doing masters of the universe, the new He-Man series that's going to mm-hmm. be on Netflix as well. And he is also another animated series that he's going to be making for Netflix. They, they love him at Netflix. They love him. He's going to be making a green Hornet animated series. Now, I, I, have you watched the Green Hornet movie, the Seth Rogen one? Yeah, yeah, it was actually all right. Everyone I've said got it a was soft spot for it. I've got it's a soft right. spot for it. I, I think it's very watchable. Yeah, I think. I think um, Seth Rogen plays it as Seth Rogen. Like, yeah. um, I think Cato is good. Like, I, yeah. I think I think he carries the movie more than Seth Rogen does. To Definitely. be honest with you, yeah. um, I think it's Christoph Waltz, brilliant villain. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he only ever plays villains. Um, but <laughs> Not in Django. I'll, I'll stand up. In Django, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. <laughs> a bad guy, but good. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> but he's, 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 yeah, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's not an amazing film. It's no. not, it's not the first film that I would, I would go to, I wouldn't go, oh, let's, let's, let's watch, let's watch Green Hornet. I'm totally in the mood yeah, for Green Hornet. Yeah, if it's on, I'll watch it. If but it's on. It's not, if, yeah, yeah, it's not a go-to. It's not it's a go-to. But it's not a bad film. I don't, yeah. I think it got a lot of slack for, I don't know what. Like, I, I just don't know what. So, you know. I don't know what people are expecting. I mean, especially, you know, it's not like it's based on a classic comic. It's based on a radio show. It was Yeah, it I, I'd also, I'd, I'd, all the people who criticised it, I'd like to find out how many of them are diehard fans of the original TV series, yeah. Bruce Lee. Like, yeah, like it, totally, totally. So, anyway. But, yeah, I, I think doing it animated might be good for humour. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that will work because again, you could go the Harley Quinn style in yes, terms of like going, yeah. whether it'll be a, a family show or chances are it'll be for more grown ups. So it will be a bit ruder. It'll be yep. another rude cartoon. I think it would work in that sort of environment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, this also gives me some, uh, this gives me some hope for the Masters of the Universe series because mm. it must be going quite well in post-production if they're if giving him more things to work on. But he's also like, again, this is in the article, this is in the article as well, but I was aware of this. Like, cause Kevin Smith has done quite a lot of comic books as well, which oh, is Oh yeah, like, loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've, uh, Batman, Cacophony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good. Uh, but he's got the, he had an unproduced one uh, script for a uh, comic book script for Green Hornet as well so he's actually he i i, I believe he, he i mean kevin smith as i say he's the king of the geeks um he named his daughter harley quinn smith there you go <laughs> i think he knows the character like yes. i think if if anyone like is gonna criticize you know if anyone's gonna be like oh you don't know green hornet and i i think he can probably turn around and go like i do because he he does immerse himself in like literally every subculture you can imagine. It's incredible the wealth of knowledge he's got about comic book heroes, about science fiction, about all this stuff. So if there's one man like, and you know what? If it's an utter bomb, I bet it's still amazing. Because like, like the thing is, some of the stuff that he does that's really bad, I still like watching. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, it's it's he he can write good characters, characters that you enjoy watching whether the story mm. and the way things come together might not be to your liking but there will be characters that you're just there thinking oh you're i'd like to hang out with yeah you. yes i want to hang out with the characters that's that's yeah. always the case i always want to hang out with every character he creates and so like yeah uh, yeah i'm cool I'm, I'm with it man as if if yeah i think i think it'll be a good series i think it'll be a good series uh, i i will it's cool i'm cautiously optimistic about it because mm. I think an animated, mm. I mean, it's going to be a while animated series take ages to make. Yeah. It's, um, not if you're the Simpsons. I, not now, maybe not all, all South Park. They do it in six days. Don't oh they? my God. If you watch like this documentary on how they make an episode of South Park. Yeah. Six days to air. It's crazy. <sighs> it is absolutely Incredible. crazy. It, but we'll it is, yeah, it no, time. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it shows like the, it's how I like to write is writing with a deadline. And that's, that's the best way for, for me. And they, they had a really good chemistry in their writer's room. Mm, like they, mm. they, they just were so open to all these ideas and yeah. it's very interesting anyway. Uh, but Kevin Smith, speaking of writer's rooms, Kevin Smith also knows a shit ton of good writers. He does. Yes. And yeah. if he, he's not going to write everything, he no. is 
obviously going to be like he's doing with Master of the Universe. He's a showrunner. He's going to pull mm, in mm, a bunch mm. of writers. Uh, one writer I uh, know that he'll probably pull in for this is a guy called Mark Bernardin, and he's great. He's written for Star Trek before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's working on Star Trek Picard right now, and he worked on the um, uh, the Stephen King series that has recently was it Castle Rock, which is a, right, right. a series that's based on Stephen King characters. So if he, I hope he's on board as a writer on this as well, because yeah, I think he'll be very good. So yeah, cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Wicked. Mm-hmm. What's the next one? So we've got an interesting one here. We've got a uh, video game uh, being converted into a TV series. Because it always goes well. Again for Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, this, we are not being paid by Netflix. We this. are not being paid for, by Netflix. No, no. But then, you know, a couple of weeks ago... I mean, if, ago, they, want, we if talking, they want to sponsor us, if they want to, like, you know... Yeah, give, give, us, give us a show. Give um, us your money. Give us a show. <laughs> but a couple of weeks ago, we were talking lots of Disney+. Plus. So, so you if know, Disney+, Plus want to hire us, like, yep, we'll do that yeah, as well. We'll yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah we'll do yeah. it all. We'll do give it us all. your money. Uh, they're going to make... They're going to make a Splinter Cell TV series. Hmm. Have you played the Splinter Cell games? I played the first one. I played one called Splinter Cell Double Agent. I played the first one, and it was one of the best games I ever played. It yeah. was absolutely stunning. I, if you like stealth games, absolutely loved it. I, yeah. I've never I, up until that point, like I was playing like any war games I played. Like it was just point the gun, shoot, done. Mm-hmm. Right. This one was like, if you point that gun, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You've got to sneak around. You've got to like. I mean, like, I've never played a game like it before. And so I played the first one itself. One that's probably one of my favorite games of all time. So I still didn't play any more after that. <laughs> would it, would it, well, Double Agent was interesting because it was like, I think the fourth game in the franchise, Double Agent. Mm, so he mm. was like, you know, he was weathered. Right, right, He right. was, uh, you know, he was not in a good place. And the whole concept was uh, he was undercover. So you were doing stealth missions for bad guys yep. then reporting back to the good guys because mm. you're trying to find i think it was your kidnapped daughter and the whole thing was about finding her and so so if i can understand it's always them, a kidnapped maybe, daughter isn't it it's of course it's always it's a kidnapped ne- daughter it's never a kidnapped dog well they did that with john wick okay they killed the dog and <laughs> and you know that's how i would react if someone killed my dog i yeah. would kill everyone yeah, everyone. exactly. Like if someone everyone. Came, if someone came from Mad Dog, don't try. <laughs> I've got a very particular set of skills. <laughs> they involve sitting on a couch and crying. I was, I was, I was going to say. <laughs> In my cupboard it, under the stairs. <laughs> it involves putting my hand on a plastic bag and picking up some dog poop. Yep. And folding the bag mm-hmm, so I don't mm-hmm. touch it. I can do it that in one hand. A, that is a skill, my friend. It that is, is a skill. Yep. It's a skill not to throw up while you're doing it. Yes. God. Um, but yeah, a Splinter Cell TV series. I think, uh, wasn't the voice on Splinter Cell... Was it Michael Ironside? If I remember, if I recall, oh, I correct. can't remember because if it if if it was, then that is very very, very cool. Um, uh, I'd like him to cameo in it, surely. If Michael Ironside was, uh, but let's look at like so. If you're looking at um, who's making this series, mm. it's actually a screenwriter from John Wick, Derek Kostad. Ah, well, there you go. So it's he, gonna be a know. dog. It's just going to be a dog. Yes. Forget the daughter. It's going to be the dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the game had, the game had six sequels. Um, and yeah, the main character was Sam Fisher and that was, yeah. Yeah, it was Michael Ironside. It's going to be anime as well. 
it's I yeah. So I I don't know. It's interesting to have a, a game that's so based on stealth. Will that make a good series? Because if if it's a series, it's not really going to be a series that's going to be all stealth. You know, it's I, I don't know how that might translate. So the concept mm. of the game will be lost in doing it as a story. So it's like maybe just write a story about a. It doesn't have to be Splinter Cell. It could just yeah. be a good story. <laughs> I mean, you could just say that about any series, couldn't you? True. This is true. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's obviously brand just recognition. Just write a good story, isn't it? <laughs> it's brand recognition that they're going yeah, yeah. for. And, you yeah, know, yeah. I know I'm being, you know. I bet they're hoping it doesn't go under the radar. Hey! <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect way to end the news segment. <laughs> well. We've got one more thing to talk about. We do. Shall we roll the uh, the theme music? Play that theme tune. Salt, salt, how much do you need? Salt, salt, just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory when we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. Excellent. <laughs> it's still good. It's still good. It's still, I, I, I love it. I love I it. I listen to go. it while I work out. Do you? So, <laughs> I bet you do, because your your workouts last twenty seconds. It's 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 twelve seconds long, 12 and seconds. I, uh, means I listen to it about a hundred and eighty times uh, during my workout. I'm trying to do the maths on that, You're I okay still can't too. remember the lyrics. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have them written down. Uh, I love so, it. our sodium story mm. this week. There will reportedly be. A solo Hulk film because the rights will be reverting back to Marvel and falling out of Universal's hands. This is why they haven't done another Hulk film because Universal have the rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they could use the Hulk as a side character, but he could not be the main character. Mm. And that's how they've been getting away with it. And that's what the sort of, they, they, they have that deal now with um, Sony, with Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Do, do we, like it would be a prequel apparently as well. It would be a prequel. Yeah, okay. But I mean, we had that. That was the Incredible Hulk because that's the, the prequel to any yeah, that's, Hulk that's, story. That was the origin story. <laughs> but I think what they're saying is it will be, and again, I don't think this will be a good film, to be honest. Uh, it would be the film that showed Banner and his process into becoming Smart Hulk. There's been talk about a Hulk film since Avengers, like yeah. the first Avengers film, like yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah. And yes, there has been like this sort of issue with you know Universal holding the rights and using side character. It seems to me like if it, if you can get Sony to agree to let Spider-Man have his own movies and be mm. part of the MCU, there wouldn't have been as huge a problem doing the same thing with Hulk. Yeah. Right? It seems to me like that. I don't know. It's, it's what's the, according to the source, to sources close to, and what, what, where, where, where did we find the story? Uh, it's from a website we got this covered. Now it says that it's the same source that told them that a She-Hulk show was coming and that was confirmed mm. uh, and that the Falcon and Winter Soldier would be delayed. But that I'm uh, that's obvious. There's a pandemic. Of course it was going to be delayed for crying out loud. Mm. So it's like a She-Hulk show. Tomorrow the, the sun will rise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, eh. But 
It'll be a prequel that centers on Bruce Banner's mastery of the smart Hulk. So here's the, the problem, though. The setting of that film will be depressing because it's post-Infinity War, pre-Endgame. Yeah, so it's when yeah. everyone's miserable in those f- like five years later. I guess the question is, I, it, you know, it, you know, we were all a bit surprised with the settings for um, Black Widow. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, they're banking, maybe they're banking on the fact, if, if, if I say maybe they're, we don't know what Marvel Studios are thinking because there has been no official announcement about this. There's been no sort of, no. this is all, this is all conjecture. This is all like, you know, at one point David Tennant was going to be the Riddler that turned, you know, it's, yeah, yeah but that wasn't, that was never going to be confirmed because that was just fans wanting that to happen. Yes, you know, true. it's, um, this is why we have sodium stories because, um, a lot of these source, these are, these are sources. It's, it's people going, Oh yeah. You know, my mate down the pub told me this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and that's Dogs what it feels can't like. Look up. Yeah. It's this one, especially this one more than anything else. It's like, well, they got this one thing right. And they got this other thing, right. But the other thing was right because of a pandemic, which, you know, is like, mm, I okay. don't think Marvel would want to do this. I think it's, it, what, as well, I, I think it's like the whole, if you look at the whole story as well, this feels like they have trolled through Reddit. Um, <laughs> all right. And they've gone like, what are fans theories? And then gone, okay, let's make a story up around these fans theories. And I read that it, it, a lot of sodium stories are based on these things. This is what yeah, happens. That's true. Um, that's true. Also, you know, what, you, know, you know, the other type of article that annoys me, uh, awesome. that are based on like, um, it's the ones where you go 99% of star Wars fans didn't know these 10 facts. And then <sighs> you go through the 10 facts and you go, everyone knows those facts. Yeah. It goes like lightsabers are the weapons of Jedi's <laughs> fact. Number one. Fact number two, Obi-Wan was played by a man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what this does feel like. Now, if there was a Hulk film, Mm -hmm. what would you want? What would you want from a Hulk film? I would... I don't want there to be um, a prequel. I don't want to see the Hulk now. I don't want to see the Hulk that we knew from Avengers uh, or, you know, up until sort of Infinity War. That Hulk, that Hulk's been done like that. that, That's the Hulk we've had. I want to see more. I want to see Professor Hulk. No, no, I'd I'd like to. Yeah, no, I would like to see uh, Professor Hulk. I'd like to see that continue. Do you know what I would if they were to do a movie, I would like. It, probably they should do like the fight, finish it, do Death of the Incredible Hulk, mm. kill him. Uh, but in order to kill him, they need to resolve three plot points that I would like to to, to, to see done. Three plot points. Yep. One, uh, the uh, the leader that was set up. Oh yes, yeah, 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 The gamma yep. blood was going into his head, and his head was growing. They set that up. I'd like some resolution to that, please. Yeah. Thank you very yep. much. I'm with you on Two, that. Two, uh, I would like to see them uh, bring back the abomination. Yep. Because again, I'd like some resolution with that, please. Because yep. yep. the yep. only resolution they've given us to that He's is in one up. And uh, it, no, it's in the one shot. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. Of course, it's yeah. Stark that has him locked up, and that's mm. not in the movies. But that's 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 how he's been locked up. It's mm. Stark's technology mm. that mm. has been able to lock up the abomination. I'd like to see that resolved, please. Mm. And three, let's really go full comic book with this, and have Thunderbolt Ross 
become Red Hulk. Mm. And those are the three things that I'd like to see because those three things could work. The leader could be involved in breaking out the abomination yep. And, yep. Then, and then um, Banner has to, as Smart Hulk, do something and then in that process Thaddeus Ross becomes Red Hulk. You know, there's there's so much you can do with those three things that would work as a film and so that's I've, what they should do. I've literally just thought of what I would want. What's that? And it's, it would also start, uh, if there was a Hulk movie, it's not just a Hulk movie that maybe sees the end of the Hulk, um, mm. but it also is a jumping in point for the X-Men. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a Hulk versus Wolverine film. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, I yes, think yes. That would be a really good jumping in point for the mm-hmm. X Men and uh, an ending point for the Hulk. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. There we go. So, there we go. That's our sodium stories this week. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. With just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. When we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. Um, ooh, so ooh, we're coming towards the end of the podcast now. We are. We are. No one, no one suggested it. No one suggested a, a title for this section. No, I'm, I'm really good. That's fine. It's fine. Oh, you know, really it's still our top five, Geek Top Five, Fantastic, fantastic five. five. I think it's going to be Fantastic Five. I think it'll be Fantastic Five as well. I think it's going to be Fantastic Five. Yeah. Shall we go up Fantastic Five? Let's do our Fantastic Let's Five. Let's do our Fantastic Five. And Here let me come up with a theme tune next week for that one. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... What, theme tune, now. Hum a theme tune, now. Hum it. Uh, I'm tired. I'm not that tired. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've had two coffees today, and uh, my my art in my coffee is getting fantastic now. I have been enjoying your the, your art in your coffee. They're very Rorschach test coffee. Yes, thank you. Um, they're saying a lot about my psyche right now. Um, <laughs> it's very, I, I need help. No it's <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week's Fantastic Five um, is top five. And I've already, do you know what? It sounds like I gave him one away earlier, but I haven't, okay? But it's top five quotes. Yeah. yeah. Quote. I think this is one that's been we've been needing to do for a while. I this think. is a, like, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I like this. It's it's hard. A, it's really hard to come up with five. Like, because I've, mm. I've got loads. I got loads. I mean, I mean, I, t- I turned around to you earlier and I said, like, I, I do the whole the, the one from Billy the Kid from Bill and Ted. I, I actually say that in my real life. Um, uh, but it's not one of my top five. Yeah. It's not one of my top five. I, there, there's so many good quotes out there from TV shows, from movies. I've I've primarily gone around movies. That's Same. what I've done. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Same. Shall we go through them? Yeah. yeah I, I think be, you want to go ahead? Do you want to do I'll, this? I, I'll start. I'll start. So my number five. At number five. I have from Back to the Future, as said by Doc Brown. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Yes. It's so good. Like, like, so like the movie up until that point, you're like, okay, it's called Back to the Future. We're going to cinema. What is this movie about? Something about time travel. Okay. Okay. He's gone to the the house and uh, he's blown up the speaker. We understand he's just a normal American kid with his aspirations of wanting to play, be a guitarist in a band, but he's, he's just too darn loud. And you know, what's going on? And that line, when this baby gets to 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. It's not even an explanation at that point. Like he has done a little bit of like his science, you know, the Doc Brown sciencey mumbo jumbo stuff. But at that point, it's just like, he's so excited about what is potentially going to happen at that point. Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's, he, it's real. He's, he, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a thing a real person would say. Yeah. 
so it's perfect line. That's that's my that's my that's my number five. That's I love it. Five. It's a good line. It's a very good line. Uh, my 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 number five is so short. It's such a short quote, and it's a quote from Ghostbusters, the mm. the original Ghostbusters, mm. and it's not even a quote that Venkman says. Mm. It's uh, it's Ray, and it's in one of the early scenes, and it's just a line that makes me laugh. Go on, just the concept of it. It's go on. Listen, do you smell something? <laughs> <laughs> I love that there's something about that line it, it especially like when when he says it he goes like he, he goes listen you hear da, 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 da. yeah you smell something and <laughs> the timing with the score and it's just it's 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 funny it breaks tension it really like shows you the character of Ray yep that he's yep. just like he's bumbling but he's like so he's a child enthous- yeah he's enthusiastic yeah and and just that it's just it's a good gag. Listen, do you smell something? Brilliant. My number five. Brilliant. Okay, my number four. Like, if you're going to talk about short quotes, mm-hmm. like my number four, I think is the shortest. Has to be the shortest one on the list. Has yeah, to. Yeah, go on. My number four is. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> a line so fantastic. Uh, and I'm going, I'm, I'm doing, I'm talking about Ewan McGregor, uh, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. Hello there. Not, not, not Alec Guinness, you know, mm-hmm. New Hope. Hello there. I'm talking, you know, because it said so well and it said so, it's become a meme. It's oh, like, yeah. it's become a meme, a major thing um, and a major meme. And I love it. It's, um, and I, I love that scene as well. Like, mm. I, and the thing for me is, well, I want, is Ewan McGregor has become Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like Alec Guinness played Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And the way he delivers that line, he jumps down and the cheeky look on his face as he rises up and goes, hello there. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's perfect. It's just it absolutely is. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, did he legally change his name to Obi-Wan now? I, if he hasn't, then I'm very disappointed. You know, his, you know, Ewan McGregor's brother is um, in the Air Force. Is he? And his call sign is OB2. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I am, this has made me happy. <laughs> OB2. That's funny. Brilliant. I like it. I like it. Okay, my hey. number four. Go for it. I actually say this. I say this um, when I've been somewhere that I hate and I've left and I never want to go back there. This go is on. something I do say. Uh, it's Ripley in Aliens. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only <laughs> way to be sure. You know, when you go to a pub that is just the worst and you never want to go back there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Do you want to go to that place? No, I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. <laughs> When you've had that gig, that gig, that gig. Yes. When you've had one of those gigs or you've been to one of those places or you've been to like someone's house that you don't want to go back there or anything like that. It's it's one you can say in every day. And it's so good. They say it twice. (laughs) They say it twice in the film. It's such a good quote. Yeah. Hicks then says it. Uh, So, so Ripley says it and then they go, no, 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 no. Anyway, Hicks is in charge now. Hicks, what do you think? And he goes, I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> so, yeah, such a good so quote. Good. They twice. said it twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's the New York, New York of quotes. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number four. 
Love it, love it. Okay, number three. My number three also comes from 1984 Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. Hey! And again, it's not a line. And you know what? It's not a line from the established comedians of the uh, the group. Oh, right? of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah this this is from uh, this is from Winston Zeddemore. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is a uh, top of the. And again, it's just such. The thing is, because like you've got like Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, uh, they are they're comedians. Mm-hmm. You know they've been cut, they've been on Saturday Night Live. That's where they've cut their teeth. They are proper through and through comedians. They know how to do this, um, and the lines that deliver, like the one you you, you said, "Listen, do you smell something?" That's a comic line. Like mm-hmm. you know, all the lines they deliver are comic lines. What I love about this line from Winston is that it's so real. Mm-hmm. It's like it cuts through everything. The line is they're on top of the uh, on top of the building. You know. Uh, turn around and says, are you a god? And he goes, no. And they get zapped. And, he, and Winston just turns around and says, when someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> it's such a great line because it's just so, out of all the comic lines, it's like, it's so real. It's true. It's true. And well, and that's what he is. He is the, the, the he's the dude. He's the man on the street. That's, yeah. that's who, he's, who he is. Yeah, perfect line for him. Perfect line. Absolutely perfect line. Perfect line for him. And he's got like, Winston's got some great quotes in that film. Oh, know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a pretty yeah, big yeah. Twinkie. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's got some like good lines, but no, if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes. Do you ever think the reason, the reason we're really busy is because the dead are rising? It's like, oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's very good. Ah, it's, good no, it's a good number three. Mm, what's yours? M- my number three is this one's a bit longer. And. Technically, it, 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 there's, there's some complications with this because it's said by one person mm. quoting another person mm. and it's actually from a comic book but slightly rewritten because the version in the comic book is different to the one. So it's it's said physically by Sharon Carter in Captain America Civil War, but she's quoting Peggy Carter. Right. Uh, she's saying something that Peggy said to her. Okay. Uh, but it's actually a line from the comics where Captain America is saying this to, to someone else. Cool. And the line is, compromise where you can, where you can't, don't. Even if everyone is telling you that something wrong is something right, even if the whole world is telling you to move, it is your duty to plant yourself like a tree, look them in the eye and say, no, you move. Yeah, it's a good line. It's a great quote. It's a good philosophy, mm. uh, and it's so Captain America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether he's yeah. saying it or it's being sent to him, and he's like there going, "Yeah, that's 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 my philosophy." Is just like I, t- to make a stand. It it describes the character of Peggy, yeah. and it describes yeah. the character of Cap. It's it's great. It's it sums everything up in a nice tied up in a nice bow. This is these, these are your characters. Wicked. This is what they stand for. And I love it. Oh, that's a great line, man. I, yeah, you're right. You. I love Thank it. You. It does Thank say you. everything about the cap. I'll, uh, take, I'll take credit for the quote as well. Yeah, I'll take, take it, oh, yeah. take yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Take credit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. My number two. So my number two, I've actually gone, I'm, I'm now I'm now into the realms of comic book movies yeah. as well. Um, but I've not gone Marvel. Uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm DC here. Uh, I've gone Ooh. DC. Uh, this, is a, this is from Batman Begins. And this is a line that I... I I say a lot. I actually say a lot to pe- to other people, um, and I say it to myself as well. And it's 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 a strong one, you know. This yeah. is about failure, right? Mm-hmm. It's said by Thomas Wayne at the beginning of Batman Begins. It's like, why do we fall, Bruce? It's 
so we can learn to pick ourselves up. And it's like, it's stunning bit of writing. Mm -hmm. It's such a great quote. It's just like, because it applies everywhere in life. Yeah. It's, it's, we fail so we can learn. That's, that's what that is. But it's putting it into the eyes, like the way, when he's saying it, he's putting it into a way a child can understand. Because that's what's literally just happened to Bruce Wayne. He's just fallen down a, a shaft and he's hurt himself and he's scared. But he's going, why do we fall? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. And it's like, yes. And it says everything about that movie as well. And again, so good it's in the film twice because Alfred exactly. says it later on as well. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. What's your number two? My number two is actually along the same theme mm. uh, from a Star Wars film, this one. Go on. uh, the, the most controversial of Star Wars films. But I think that the quote is beautiful. It's Yoda in The Last Jedi. Yep. And it's like, yes, failure, most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. Luke, we are what they grow beyond. That is the true burden of all masters. Mm. It's a lovely, like, one, it's so true that failure is something that you learn from. And then yep. you just, and like, why do we fall to learn to pick ourselves back up? Yep. Yep. The, the greatest teacher failure is, and it is a good teacher. Mm. Uh, and the other second half of that is we are what they grow beyond. Of just yeah. like the nature of life is that you will be left behind. That's not a bad thing. Mm, mm. The point is, is that you teach the next generation to move ahead of you, and you, you, you whether whether it's that you, that you just stay back and rest, or you unfortunately pass away, or anything like that. They are what uh, we are. What they grow beyond, and that's Perfect. a wonderful philosophy and uh, and the thing is like that's the true burden of masters it's uh, love it uh, one day you'll you'll have to be you'll, you'll be better there's a new master you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah I love yeah that. wicked yeah so Aww. come on then my number one what's your number one my number one is one that gets me in the feels oh okay every time do you have tissues oh, oh even thinking about this is like <laughs> actually do you know what there's like I, i'm gonna very quickly tell you another one that does this i almost have the same reaction to um and it's so the, both of these quotes are from star trek um okay, yes one is from uh star trek like start well the, the one i'm gonna tell you right now is from star trek's uh undiscovered country mm -hmm. um and it's at the end where they say heading captain and he goes second, second star to the right, right. straight, straight on to the morning, morning. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes i'm like I'm just gonna, i get a little bit like teary because it's like, that's the last command you ever hear. Yeah. I nearly had those, like, how do you feel? Uh, and it was uh, uh, young. I feel young. Yeah. You yeah, had yeah, that yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. But this one, this one came at like, this was insane, this. So this is this is from Wrath of Khan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the build up to Wrath of Khan was like, there, there, was, there was a story, like, you know, they, we're going to kill Spock. That's what the writers and producers were like, we're going to kill Spock. And it, this is before the internet, but fans found out and they wrote in going, we are angry about this. And this is why <laughs> at the beginning of uh, Wrath of Khan, there is a scene where Spock dies. Yes. But doesn't die. It's a fake scene so that people could relax and then enjoy the movie. And then what happens is, because like, obviously if people, if they didn't do, if they didn't deal with that at the beginning, people were like, right, when's Spock going to die? And it's that whole thing about spoilers, right? Mm -hmm. Um Sometimes if you know what's going to happen, you can sit back and relax. With this one, it was a case of, 
when's he going to die? Because this is going to, you know, I'm going to be angry about this or whatever. Yeah. Instead, what happened is because they did that fake out death at the beginning, people relaxed and watched the movie unfold. And we're already close to these characters, yeah? But when Spock's death hits, it's like, it's hard. It's like, it's his Kobayashi Maru and his solution, right? And it's, this is like his final words, you know? He's like, ship out of danger, you know, so on and so forth. And he gets to the end. And the first, his first thing is reporting to the captain, make sure everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, do not grieve. And then he finishes it with, I have been and always shall be your friend. And it's just like, and it's like, it's also that point when you think about it, because Spock's journey has always been about trying to balance his human and Vulcan side, but always erring more towards Vulcan. Mm-hmm. But at that point, he becomes human. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and it's his last moment. And you just go, it just breaks you. And you can see, and Shatner hams it up perfectly because he breaks, like he yeah. just breaks down. No. And it's just like, oh, that that line every time, even just thinking about it now, it just, oh, beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful line. It's uh, And it's a beautiful moment. I feel like I'm about to ruin it with my number one. Uh, (laughs) Yours is so nice. Yours is so nice. Mine is, it's still, no, look, this is still a spectacular line. Yeah. Uh, The delivery of it is is so well delivered. I mean, it's George Clooney uh, delivering this line. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's just, everything about it is like a favorite thing. There's a story in the quote itself. Uh, and it's Seth Gecko in From Dust Till Dawn. Mm, mm. And uh, just after they've defeated all the vampires and uh, they're, they're, they're completely messed up and someone just doesn't get what was going on. And he just says, well, it was like, he says to him, he's like, why did you pick this place? Did you just pick this place out of a hat? Did you not know? And he was just like, well, like, were they psychos? They look like psychos. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. <laughs> I love that line, the delivery, just that the concept of just like, what were they, psychos? Like, seriously, you just watched all of those people explode? No. And he's like, <laughs> I don't care how crazy they are. You're messed up. It's like, because you picked this place out of a hat, this girl's family is dead. My brother is dead. Everyone is fucking dead. And you think they're psychos. I just, the delivery of it is just great. And it just sort of sums up his character and the, yep. the film. And yeah, that's, that's my number one quote. They look like psychos. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. The end. <laughs> and the way you just delivered there, it was just so. Good top five. Good top five. A fantastic yeah. five. Hey, fair. good fantastic five. A fantastic, <laughs> fantastic five. A fantastic, magnificent a five. Fa- uh, a fantabulous Five. I fan, 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 ma- okay, I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> and that's this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we had recording it. If you did, please hit subscribe, share it, uh, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. Yeah, also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keep up to date with what we're doing. You can also support us on Patreon. And in return for your support, we have a whole host of extras just for you. And you can find all the links for those things in the uh, description below. Uh, just search for the Geekatorium and, uh, you know, it's pretty easy. Just yeah. use Google. Yeah. Job done. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Just make it done. Make yeah. it happen. Yeah. Make it happen. 
Well, thanks again, folks. We'll be back next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.